Welcome to the Watching World Podcast, a podcast of abundant life whose mission is to see lives changed by Jesus and whose vision is to be living proof of a loving God to a watching world. I'm your host, Les Norman. Thanks for joining us today. It is great to have you with us uh, here in the, the podcast suite. I don't know if that's what you call it, but here at Abundant Life, we're going to call it the podcast suite because that's, that's a cool name. I like that. And speaking of cool... I got a special guest sitting across from me. I've wanted to interview her for a long time. We've had the honor of working together at One Week. Uh, she's been a leader of youth. She's been a leader of ministry. And she actually is the Ally Coordinator and Peace Ministry Leader here at Abundant Life. And Ally is A-L-L-I. Abundant Life Leadership Institute is, is what that stands for. She is a, a bride, a mom, a daughter of God, and she has been influential in my life because there's there's this thing about Crystal Dunahee that um, there, there's a peace on her face. Now, again, when, when, when you're a mom and a dad and you have life and ministry and you're busy, then life is not always about peace. And Crystal, I just want to give you the compliment before we dive in. And I've told you this before, but I want to, I want to do this publicly to honor you. There, in, in a life of chaos that we both know we all have, there has been always a peace about you that exudes Christ through you. And so I just want to say thank you for that. Thank you for being living proof of what, what we want to do. You know, And uh, so it's great to have you here. And with that busy schedule, I'm thinking that, you know, occasionally a nap might come into play. Is that is that a possibility? That's one of my key secrets, Les, naps, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's no secret. Um, about 98, 95 to 98% of all the, the biblically sound Christian authors that I've ever listened to are proponents of power naps. And if they leak into a little bit longer than a power nap, that's okay. But, you know, when we're busy and chaotic, it's, it's a refresher, right? That's right. I love them. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so... Um, we mentioned that you're the ally coordinator and the peace ministry leader, but before we dive into that, let's get to know Crystal Dunahy a little bit. Tell us a little bit about you. Sure, sure. Well, I'm a lover of Jesus. I uh, have been a believer for, well, since 1996 and uh, um, lover of people. Um, that's come naturally with being a lover of Jesus. So been married to my husband, Nathan, for a good 20 years love him to death. Congrats. We've been best friends, um, met in college. Um, we just, we have a great marriage. Um, and what college was that? By the way? Oh, yeah. I L L. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> and, uh, and then, yes, we have three daughters together. They're all, all girls. They're in the teenage years. We are so thankful. They are very drama free girls. <laughs> love them to death. So we're, we're a, a household now of two middle schoolers and a high schooler. So with all girls, should I be praying for Nathan more than, I mean, should we really like, you Every know? day he needs that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, yeah, Nathan, I, I love Nathan. What a, what a great dude. And again, uh, life is busy for you guys. We're going to dive into all the stuff that, that you guys do, but let's start with, with Ally Coordinator and Peace Ministry Leader. Those are the two uh, positions you hold here at Abundant Life. Tell us a little bit about uh, Abundant Life Leadership Institute. Sure. Yeah. So Ally, it's a two-year intensive here at Abundant Life. We have the goal of helping leaders to be more theologically centered, um, to be more emotionally intelligent, and 
influentially leveraged. So those are three big, fat words, aren't they? And so let's break those down a little <laughs> <Yeah>. bit. <laughs> uh, theologically centered, we we take uh, leaders through two-year intensive of one year doing the Old Testament, second year doing New Testament. We go through all the books of the Bible, helping them to better understand not just what God's Word is saying, but really the heartbeat of God for other, other cultures, people groups, um, for missions. And so really just understanding um, His heart more through um, reading his word. And so that's the theologically centered part. Um, emotionally intelligent. You know, we have a lot of leaders out there who know how to go out and do things and they understand God's word, but how do I understand myself better emotionally and those around me as well? Um, how do I understand how it is that we're connecting? And, um, you know, am I aware of of my conversations in the room with them? Am I dominating? Am I being a good listener? Am I empathizing with them? And so that's a really key, a key part for for a, someone who's going to be an effective leader is understanding the emotional intelligence um, piece. And so we do a lot with that um, hands-on. That third part is being influentially leveraged. And so Great leaders are going to be able to help mobilize other leaders in effective ways through systems, through um, through vision and culture. And so how do I practically be able to implement um, a dream and make it a reality? You know, amazingly, uh, it when you think of leader, because I'm, I'm in the public speaking arena, a lot of keynote speaking, whether it's branding or motivation, work-life balance, but one of my key talks is on servant leadership, leading by serving others. And I, so many times as I go into businesses or organizations and speak that, it's like every single principle of leadership has to do with serving others. And it sounds like that's what you're talking about. Yeah, that's exactly right. I think sometimes we have the mentality of a leader as a boss. <laughs> not not so much the case. They really are someone who's willing to jump in and do what we would consider to be um, the lowest of the lowest jobs <laughs> that are serving, that are helping others. That's one of the things with Abundant Life Leadership Institute is um, one of our goals. And, and yes, it's been a little bit sidetracked with COVID this past year, but one of our goals is to get into the urban core of Kansas City. They are our neighbors and um, to do projects there to help the least reach the least of these, those who are marginalized people groups, and to go in and work as a team to come alongside the community based on what their needs truly are, not what our perceived needs of theirs are, and to help meet those. So Philippians 2.4 says, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. And and I think that that embodies what leadership is all about. Yes, that's so true. And that's, you know, it it sounds like that's such an easy thing to do. But to be honest, that's probably one of the hardest things to be able to do is to look at the interests of others. You know, we we think about the story of the Good Samaritan. And it's so funny, Les. I used to read that story and think that the whole, the whole life application was um, crystal you you choose to not go be the priest. You go choose to be the Good Samaritan. That's the goal, right? But I was missing the part where actually the point of that story is Jesus is the Good Samaritan. He's that Good Samaritan in my life. I'm now called to go be that Good Samaritan in other people's lives. And that means really walking outside of my comfort zone to be with people who are so different than me 
in their lifestyle, in their skin tone, in every possible aspect, in their philosophy of life, in their political beliefs, in everything. You said that word. I did. I, I just went there less. <laughs> That's another four-hour podcast at a different time. Totally is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how can I? How can I be a good Samaritan and truly love others? Um, in that way. And that's all about serving and, and sacrificing and giving up things that I might hold important to to myself. And one of the things you talked about is uh, when you talk about leading it, it, it's almost like in the world's view, it comes out as domineering boss, as you said. Sure. I, I'm in control. I'm the boss. You're going to do what I say. But Matthew 20, 26 says, not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. And I, and I love that because there's a humility to servant leadership. And it's, it's why I can absolutely see Crystal Dunahy as the ally coordinator and peace ministry leader. Because like you said, as you were telling us a little bit about yourself, you said you're a people person. You've always been that way. But I've seen that lived out. I've had the honor of seeing that lived out. So our ally and peace ministries are in good hands with you. So uh, I'm so glad that you're there because of your humble heart. Well, thanks. Thanks. Absolutely. So livingproof.co is the place to go if people just want to find out more information on Ally. Yes. Yeah. Visit us there. There's a video that's posted there that shows a little bit about what that looks like. It's a once a month intensive. We meet on the second Saturday and Friday of each month and we provide meals because we know a lot of our leaders are coming from serving as well as from work. And it's just a full fun weekend. Um, We bring in some great speakers. Some of them are from Abundant Life, but we also bring in some other organizations. And so just a great way to develop um, yourself some more, but learn how to develop others and develop the world around you. Awesome. Again, that's livingproof.co and it's Ally. It's A-L-L-I. You'll see all the capital letters. Can't miss them. Uh, Ally will be uh, the Abundant Life Leadership Institute. Now, Crystal, because you're just never busy doing those things, there's something else in your life among the many things that goes on, and it is called Agape Pomoja, which is a ministry. So tell us, so, so first of all, as I, as I looked this up, and I knew this, but agape, Greek for love, and pomoja, Swahili for community or doing things together. So tell us about Agape Pomoja and this ministry you're involved in. Sure. Yeah, so Agape Pomoja, first of all, thanks for pronouncing it correctly. I can't begin to tell you how many times I go to a store and they see us on tax exempt and they go, agape Hamoja. <laughs> so that's great. Yeah. So um, this is a 501c3. It's something that my husband, Nathan, and I started about three years ago, um, just based off of the needs of the community. And um, we started off three years ago just saying, you know what? We were working with some families um, in the urban core. We see that there is this great need for families to be in affordable housing as well as to have someone walk through life with them, including with that financial planning piece. And so we decided to um, decided to go ahead and um, have what we, we called our very first blessing house. And um, that was it wasn't geared toward any one people group. It was just to help any family in need. It's just a, just a house. Just a house, a house that would be very low cost and something that we could use as an entry point to come alongside a family and just do life together, treat them like we would our own family, literally. And so um, from there, it just blossomed. Our very first family happened to be a refugee family. We honestly had no idea at that point that there were even refugees in Kansas City. So that's not how it started out. The ministry didn't start out as we're just going to target 
all the any refugees from war torn countries that happen to be living in Kansas City. That wasn't the idea. It was it just was it just happened to be the recipients of the first blessing house just happened to to have that criteria. That's right. Wow. Yeah. And from there, we, um, oh my gosh, we loved that family who moved into our very first blessing house, sweet family, and got to do life with them, got to hear their stories of living in um, a refugee camp for, for the last 20 years in the Congo. Wow, and 20 what, years. Yes. Wow. Yes. Can't even imagine. Yeah. I mean, 20 minutes. Yes. <laughs> you know, imagine living um, in in tents with your families, you know, barbed wire surrounding the community. And, um, you know, life is very different there. Food, you get some food, you get a little bit of medical care, but nothing like in the States. Amazing what we think we need and what we can take for granted here, isn't it? Yes. Ugh. Yes. And just an amazing people group got to know their church, um, which is composed of about 250, 300 people here in Kansas City, all refugees, and got to know their community. And from there, the, you know, what we call the Blessing House movement has just really grown. And so um, Agape Pomoja, what we do is we help families not only with the housing piece, but so much more. That's just our entry point in helping them save, say, 40, 50 percent a month month on their, on their housing, um, but really coming alongside them and helping them with education. We invest a lot with the youth, a lot of life skills. That's one of the biggest challenges for those coming to the States and um, leadership development. That's a key part to that. Right. The, one of the cool things is that I've, and I'm going to get back to the Blessing House because you said it's been three years and you just started off with helping a family. Yes. So, and it's only been three years, okay? But I'm getting ready to throw a stat out to people who are listening and how they can get involved as well. But in seeing you with some of the the teenagers, for example, weren't some of them that when I've seen you around around your daughter's age, yes. right? Some of them yeah. were around your daughter's age. And we had a big group that came to one week, right? And I had the honor of being a part of that group and you and I were leading them together. And remember, do you remember the day where it was, it was, uh, they, they got to march out to activities <laughs> time and people are trying to make these entrances and get these fun points and all that. And those, those, that group of, of kids went out front and we were all dancing like they were and singing like they were, but there is a joy with them here, 20 years in a refugee camp. And, and what we might take for granted, they probably look as something like, I can't believe I get to experience this. I get to have this. And so it's almost like there's no clutter. It's a non-filtered joy that they don't worry about the things that we stress and worry about that don't mean anything. And so um, that's what I've seen with this amazing group of people that you guys work with and help is just, just a joy to love the Lord and just to strip down. There's no fluff. There's no, well, where am I, where am I going to eat today? What restaurant am I going to go to? Uh, oh boy, I got you know, I'm sitting here talking about naps at the beginning when we're busy <laughs> and yet, you know, they're living in tents before they come here with barbed wire around them. So there's huge perspective there and it's just really neat to see that you guys are doing this. Yeah, you nailed it. They are um, a group whose joy on the Lord is just so forefront. It's not contingent on everything. And why is that? It's um, it's because they've had everything. They've lost a lot in those refugee camps. They've lost a lot of family due to lack of medical care. They've lost their homes. They have all, all of them had to flee at some point, whether they themselves or their parents from the beautiful country of Congo when war broke out. They had to flee to neighboring countries. They've lost a lot. And so 
the one thing they found that doesn't change that they can never, ever lose, Jesus. Mm, and that's so, so good. Yes. Oh. And so that, I mean, you talk about something that we can admire that I want in my life from them. That's it. And so, yeah, these kids who came to one week and they're, they're coming again this year. Um, so excited. It's so great. It's I love it there. I wish that some of our Americans um, could have just a glimpse of a day in their life. You know, a lot of them, they come from homes. Not all of them come from blessing homes that Agape Pomoja works with. Some do and some don't. But if you could see inside of the refrigerators, um, if you could see what how many pairs of socks and underwear that these kids have, I, literally one. Mm. If you could see um, some of the homes that they come from that are not Agape Pomoja homes where things are broken, heat's not working, water is freezing cold and burns your fingers to touch it. Um, you're sitting on a metal chair for living room furniture sometimes. Um, if you could just have a glimpse of that, no pillow, <laughs> uh, no bed sheets. Um, I just wish that our American kids could have a glimpse of that and just appreciate a little bit more that these kids who come to camp they're coming, they get cafeteria food, they get ice cream, they're getting things that we help prepare them for camp, new tennis shoes, underwear, socks. They're getting things so they can participate in the camp and be part of all the spirit and the the bling and all of that. And it's just, um, they appreciate it. And, and what's really deepens them is they are learning God's word. They have this amazing book that they, um, for many students, get to learn and open for the very first time and help navigate and see the relevancy in their lives. Mm. That's amazing right there. I love it. So three years ago, you started with the one house. Yes. Three years later now, 18 and counting. Well, that was that was the last update a, a few months ago. So what is it now? Oh my gosh, Les, we're now housing thirty families. 30. I, thirty. It's almost doubled. <laughs> yes, this, that was just a few months ago. That was COVID. Oh we we propelled forward and fast forward during this past COVID year. Wow. Yes. <laughs> that is that's absolutely amazing. So. Um, do do you tell us about the houses? Do you do you find a house? Do you buy it? Do, do people donate time, supply? How does the whole thing work? Yeah, so it's so great. So we have um, a guy in our community group who joined with his wife um, just a few years ago, and a year into it, so that, uh, he goes, you know what? Do you guys need some help? I'm a real estate agent. Do you just want some help with some stuff? And I said, sure. Yeah, buddy. Sure, whatever you can do. And so, sure enough. He, he has donated, oh my gosh, he donates probably 40 hours of his time every week. Um, oh. And Agape Pomoja is 100% volunteer run. There's zero paid staff. I get paid nothing. Nathan gets paid nothing. On um, this side. Yeah, right. Yeah. On this side. <laughs> we sure hope that there's a lovely crown up in heaven. <laughs> yes. um, but, you know, it's one of those great things. We are volunteer run. We pay for just a little bit of things with contractors that we just cannot do ourselves, like a roof. You know, um, uh, important things like that. But otherwise, the people just come out of the woodwork and they donate of their skill set. Um, there are some businesses that say, hey, we just want to make you our nonprofit that we want to we want to invest in. And um, other people who don't even have skills like me, <laughs> we learn a lot along the way. We just show up 
and we're ready to help out, to support in any way. Throw me a paintbrush and I'll be happy to paint. You know, give me a little direction, that's great. Um, People who are so generous with their time. Um, We have a group of men who come out on Wednesdays. They intentionally take the day off from work and they come and serve with us on Wednesdays. Now, how amazing is that? Seriously. And they're, and they're, they are true leaders because they're bringing other people from their work sites to come and join them. Um, it's amazing. And so we have served Wednesdays, we have served Saturdays. Um, and what I love about those is the Pomoja part. We don't do it alone as Americans for the community we're serving. We do it alongside the community that we're serving. Right. That's good. And one of the cool things I've seen in a lot of the pictures too, is you guys have some of the residents and some of the kids and the teens I think the other day I looked and saw they're they're learning how to hang bathroom tile yes. in the shower. Yes. They're learning how to not just sweep floors, install floors. Uh, yeah. And paint and trim and plumbing and not electrical. Let's leave that for the electricians. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. But you know what I mean? And and I so it's bringing bringing them an introduction to the Lord. Letting them understand uh generosity, community. All those things, but then you're also teaching them life skills. Yeah, I mean, how many of our kids out there have just had a, a big home and food and clothing and electricity and video games and all those things? They they because of maybe it's not a necessity or whatever reason is they don't learn life skills. And I'm not talking about taking out the trash and vacuuming the floor. If you're physically able, you can do those things. But changing the oil, changing a tire, putting floor in, changing. Uh, understanding, you know, electricity, but maybe not doing it, but using a hammer in the right way and a ruler and things like that. And so that's just another great thing I love about Agape Pomoja is that you guys teach that along with all the other stuff. Yes, that's so, and it's so true. Literally three years ago, um, the kids who would come and serve alongside us did not know the difference between a Phillips and a flathead screwdriver. Um, We see those same kids serving literally weekly with us, at least weekly. I mean, you talk about amazing. Oh, I wish I would have been like them as youth. Seriously, they're so generous with their time and they're loving it. They're serving with us weekly, doing all those amazing things that you just mentioned. And um, it's great. It's so wonderful. One of the things that I love about it is we tend to have the deepest conversations when we're working alongside somebody doing something with our hands. That, that goes for us as adults as well. And so that's when there's a lot of capabilities to go into deep conversations about life and, um, you know, struggles and dreams. What do you want to be when you grow up? And God's plan for your life. It's just, it opens up a whole world when we're doing something as simple as laying flooring together, mm-hmm. putting in tile together. Yeah. Just when I think that Dunahy family can't bless me anymore, here you go talking about this and I'm just even more blessed. It is that I just love that ministry. So if there's people out there that are listening to this, they want to donate time, resources of any kind, whatever it may be, how can they get in touch? Yes. Well, we um, we would love to, to be in touch with you. Um, you are welcome to go ahead and just shoot us an email. You're going to laugh, but I have to look up the email address. No, that, no, go ahead. That's completely fine. But there's a Facebook page though, right? Isn't there, there's an Agape Pomoja Facebook page that people can go to? Yeah, there's a Facebook page. Check us out. You can shoot us a message on that. And um, honestly, what we'd love to do is just 
connect you with serve opportunities. There's something for everybody. And, you know, um, whether you are physically active or if you're not, there's something behind the scenes for you. Um, Recently having people who are donating a ton of Bibles that are great for our kids or, um, you know, making food for those who are serving behind the scenes. And so there's things, don't feel like it's always a, a, I've got to go and physically be active, but there's a ton of stuff to do behind the scenes as well. Yeah, absolutely. And and while you're looking that up, First uh, Peter 4, 8 through 10 says, and above all things have fervent love for one another, for love will cover a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without grumbling as each one has received Minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. And so I I love how you also talk about you're doing this alongside of the community, not for the community. Um, Absolutely love that. So you have the email up? Yeah. So here's our our contact information. You can reach out to us at apblessinghouse at gmail.com. And, or if you want to shoot us a text, you can give us a a text at this phone number, 816-668-9782. And from there, we'd love to connect with you. That's awesome. Crystal Dunahee, thanks for being here. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks for your friendship. Uh, Thanks for the, just the model of Jesus that you are, of just loving other people. And I know compliments are going to make you uncomfortable, but I've seen it live out in the way that you've worked and led and taught these kids, your own kids, um, just the the wife and mother that you are, the leader that you are. We're blessed at Abundant Life here to have you. And it's been an honor to work alongside of you as well in one week and any other projects that we can. Um, please give our love and best to, to Nathan and the rest of your family. And uh, may God continue to bless Agape Pomoja. And our, our, our future leaders are in great hands with you. Will do. Thanks a ton for having me, Les. Absolutely. So if you want to know more about Ally, uh, please, again, go to uh, livingproof.co or other other ministries. Next steps, uh, more. Again, livingproof.co is the place to go. We're so honored that you joined us today. For my guest, Crystal Dunahee, I'm Les Norman. Thanks for joining us on the Watching World Podcast. <laughs>